Welcome to the 18th episode of the Disney Cruise Line blog podcast. Today's going to be a little bit different from the normal format. I'm just going to go through some uh, recent news items and uh, get caught up on what's happening with Disney Cruise Line. During the last week of August, Disney Cruise Line updated the uh, deck plans for the Disney Wonder on their website. And in doing so, it revealed a little bit of information that wasn't uh, announced in terms of what will happen to her during dry dock. For those not keeping track, uh, the Disney Wonder is currently on her way back to Florida this week uh, at the end of her eastbound Panama Canal cruise and will turn around and head directly to Spain for a fairly lengthy dry dock period, similar to what the Magic saw in 2013. I put a link, I'll put a link in the show notes to the post I'm going to reference here, but uh, I took a deck-by-deck approach, uh, making note of the changes. One of the uh, major changes will happen on deck two is Edge will be relocated to the pool deck, just like we saw recently on the Disney Magic, which will then allow for an additional six staterooms to be added in the uh, space previously occupied by the Edge. And term... Also, in terms of staterooms on other decks, there's going to be uh, many stateroom connecting doors added to increase the number of uh, connecting staterooms on the Disney Wonder. These will match those on the Disney Magic, and I've updated the website with these staterooms under the Stateroom Explorer. The deck plan also revealed the plan changes for after hours. Uh, well... I mean, Route 66 transforming into After Hours, which is the same name on the Disney Magic for the adult venue on Deck 3 Forward. Uh, The original announcement did say Cadillac Lounge was hanging around and a new pub diversions would change into a pub. Uh, The deck plan revealed the name of that pub will be Crown and Fin Pub and the uh, wave bands will be renamed into Azure, which... uh, It looks to be a reference to the color of the sky on a clear summer day. I think it'll be interesting to see how it's it's, uh, designed in terms of the way Fathoms looks over on the magic with the the under the sea motif and the uh, very cool light fixtures. Moving on to the shopping venues on deck three and four. Uh, Technically, Radar Trap is currently outside diversions and by the elevators that's going to be renamed to sea treasures and then up above on deck four mickey's mates and treasure catch will be renamed to mickey's mainsail and white caps bringing uniformity to the names of the shops across the fleet another venue name change bringing uh uniformity to venues across the fleet will be studio c uh which is right there on deck four uh, in the atrium, it'll be renamed D Lounge. Um, additionally, the back exit of you know that venue, which is kind of right there by that you know Vista Gallery walkway, or you know where they have the photos out or the I'm sorry artwork on the walls. Uh, that's going that little exit door is going to be made into a Shutter's Portrait Studio. Now I haven't talked about this much on the website. Uh, Over back in June when we were on the Disney Fantasy, we noticed I made mention of 
in our trip reports, the uh, side side room on of the Vista Gallery on the Dream, I'm sorry, on the Fantasy, was uh, kind of partitioned off. There was a, and they were no longer using it as part of the art gallery. I asked about it on that time, and they said it's, and they didn't really say anything. But turns out. That has since been changed into the Shutter's Portrait Studio on the Dream and the Fantasy, and it's also coming now to the Disney Wonder. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some more details on pricing and packaging in the coming weeks with terms to the uh, Shutter's Portrait Studio offerings. Uh, it's similar to what they've offered on the ship, I believe. You know, down in the atrium where they have the canvases set up, and uh, they'll take. You can arrange times. This is just more of a private venue to do that kind of stuff. Moving up a deck, the deck five, uh, the major changes are the overhauls to the Oceanair Lab, Oceanair Club, and the nursery, which is being rebranded. It's a small world nursery, again, bringing uniformity across the, you know, similar type venues on the across the fleet. Uh, the deck plan didn't reveal much more that we already didn't learn in the... Uh, original announcement from Disney of the dry dock. So there's no sense in really repeating the changes. Going up to deck six, uh, in terms of some more stateroom news, uh, two staterooms, 6006 and 6506, uh, forward rooms. Uh, the categories were changed from 9A to 10A. Uh, this category change you know, also occurred on the Magic, and it's not new. It's just the first time they've been represented on the uh, deck plan as such. They were changed, oh goodness, quite a while ago. Uh, I don't remember the exact time, but uh, it's not new news. It's just the first time the deck plan has been updated to reflect the changes. Decks 7 and 8, there's just more connecting staterooms being added. 6 on deck 6. 10 on deck 7. Up on deck 9, uh, we kind of mentioned this earlier, that Edge will be taking over the Quartermaster's Arcade. Uh, that's a change from the previous location on deck 2, which now there'll be more staterooms. The pool deck will also feature uh, the addition of Quacks, the little pop-up store on the pool deck for you know swim shirts, sunscreen, that kind of stuff. Ice cream and Sully Sips are also kind of being added on that side. Uh, Pluto's Doghouse and Goofy's Galley will both be rebranded. Uh, Pete's Boiler Bites and Daisy's Delights. Uh, this was the same rebranding that we saw on the Disney Magic in 2013. Uh, expect them to kind of keep the same offerings and such, just with new names and graphics. Uh, you know, to make room for the uh, Twist and Spout slide in the as part of the Aqua Lab, the uh, Mickey Splash Zone and Mickey's Pool Slide are gonna go away on the Disney Wonder. Uh, there will be a Dory's Reef, kind of little toddler play area back in the Aqua Lab. So there's still that kind of splash zone offering for the little ones. And obviously the uh, Twist and Spout slide is a lot more fun than the Mickey Pool slide. For anybody that was holding out hope that an Aqua Dunk would be added or a similar slide to the Disney Wonder, uh, the deck plan kind of closes officially closes the chapter on that speculation or hopes. Uh, specifically, shows that the Aqua Dunk is 
exclusive to the Disney Magic, and the Disney Wonder will not have a uh, signature water, water slide feature like that. Additionally, uh, Bippity Boppity Boutique will be added up forward on deck 10 in the same spot. It was uh, kind of shoehorned in on the one, uh, I'm sorry, on the Disney Magic. And uh, I think it was, yeah, last summer's dry dock. One of the uh, subjects that's garnered a lot of comments on the post we did on these deck plans uh, was the uh, addition of the concierge lounge to the Disney Wonder in the same area that it was added on the Disney Magic. Uh, this is taking up space or taking away space from the uh, Cove Cafe, the uh, which was previously called the Outlook Cafe on the Disney Wonder. Uh, it looks like they're uh, definitely taking that space and dividing it to still maintain uh, a space for the Outlook Cafe on Deck 10. The rest of the space will then be reworked into a concierge-only lounge. That pretty much wraps up the changes on the uh, or the re new revelations from the Disney Wonder. Uh, the deck plan for the Disney Dream and Disney Fantasy was also modified. However, it was much nothing changed really. It was just more of some formatting differences. Nothing real notable to mention. Uh, I hope to bring updates on the Disney Wonder Dry Dock as it progresses, uh, pending availability to information. We were fortunate enough during the Disney Magic's Dry Dock to have somebody on site uh, who was not under a non-disclosure agreement to provide some information, you know, a little bit each week. Uh, we'll do our best. If you see anything out there on social media or other websites, hit me up, let me know, and I can try to compile it all just in a, uh, provide a kind of updated look on the progress as it goes in Cadiz. Moving along to the next uh, bit of news that's come out this summer, uh, Disney launched a uh, new Disney Cruise Line playlist on Spotify, if you're uh, the online music streaming service. Uh, it's free to go on and listen to. I know some people, including myself, had some issues streaming the music or getting the music to start playing on a Mac, but eventually it worked out. Uh, it's a 32-track playlist. It's pretty much a com compilation of a bunch of Disney music. Uh, Disney Parks blog mentioned it was you know, music that you'd hear in the stateroom corridors and the hallways around the ship. Which, uh, it's pretty much what the uh, playlist entails. Uh, it doesn't include, you know, stuff from the stage shows or, you know, cast recordings or anything that I know many of us have been hoping for a release like that, but it's just another Disney playlist. The most recent, uh, well change aboard the ships is a uh, change in the way they're doing Palo brunch. Uh, traditionally, it's been you arrive at brunch, uh, you're seated, your server gives you a little tour of uh, 
the buffet tables and the offerings, and then they kind of show you some of the more a la carte items you can order and have freshly prepared and brought to your table. Uh, now, instead of having, you know, the sample plates up of like, say, the chicken parmesan, the uh, pizzas and whatnot, they are now handing guests a menu, uh, a printed menu with the offerings. And the uh, servers are then having to explain the offerings, uh, you know, what you can order. A couple of the notable items that are no longer, you know, at least not listed on this menu and no longer being offered. In fact, uh, one of them is such told we're no longer making it or we can't make it for you. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the strawberry soup that has kind of been there for a long time is no longer an option. Uh, now the soups include an heirloom tomato and basil soup, and then the other soup is a celery soup. Uh, I know one of the favorites, especially on the uh, classic ships, are the p pizzas. Uh, they got rid of the gargonzola and grape pizza, which I didn't realize was such a favorite of guests. Uh, didn't start noticing that being a you know, oh, what happened to it kind of thing on the comments and on our post and also Facebook and Twitter when this came out. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of our favorites, one that we've always ordered during brunch, but uh, that's gone. Uh, now they offer, you know, they're calling them flatbreads and not necessarily pizzas. There's a, and now they have a calzone filled with prosciutto, basil, bell peppers, and mozzarella cheese. I think one of my favorite comments on this uh, menu change is from Jill, who said they were on the fantasy last week, and they even got grapes and gorgonzola and some balsamic from the buffet, and asked this and joked with the server if they could just throw the ingredients on a flatbread for us, and the server said, you know, they wouldn't do that. So the ingredients for that grape and gorgonzola pizza still remain on the buffet. It's just they won't put them on a flatbread and heat them up for you, uh, for one reason or another. Uh, but I found that funny that somebody, it's probably something I'd think of doing too. I mean, here are the ingredients. Let's make our own blaze pizza style. One last thing about the menu. Uh, there were a couple questions that in the comments and another one on Facebook about the uh, yellow upside down arrows on the menu. Uh, that they're just kind of part of the heading. It's a design element taken from the Apollo logo, the A. If you look at the Apollo logo, the A has an upside down yellow arrow. Uh, that's all that that is. It's not meant to be a footnote to anything. It's not meant to denote this is an upcharge or anything like that. Uh, the only additional items on this particular printed menu that are extra charge, it, the Apollo Bloody Mary is $8.75, a Bellini's $4, and a Balsamic Grand is $11.25. There's no word if the uh, complimentary, like mimosa, is. I didn't hear about that. Uh, but I'd love to hear back from you or any of you who have experienced uh, Palo in its revised form. Uh, more specifically, does it feel the same? Does it feel different? Do you like it in the current setup or do you like it before? Uh, just any of your observations under the new uh, format would be interesting to hear. The other uh, line of comments regarding the Apollo menu change would, uh, you know, guest disappointment about items 
you know, these items being removed from the menu and things that they could do to, you know, at least let Disney know they're saddened by the change and they miss it. Uh, somebody brought up making a comment on the comment card at the end of the cruise. Uh, I think another option would be, you know, while you're in Palo and the Palo manager stops by your table to ask how things are going, let them know right there. Uh, that you're sad to see it go and or whatever the case may be. That more or less wraps up the bigger uh, or more notable news items from this slow summer Disney Cruise news cycle. Uh, as we move into the fall, we're looking towards Frozen musical spectacular coming to the ships. I'm sorry, to the Disney Wonder. Uh, there's a, There have been a couple articles this summer regarding uh, the new stage show. Uh, mostly from videos published by Disney on the Disney Parks blog. I took the opportunity to dissect those videos and grab some screenshots and put in those posts to kind of give a little more detailed look at some of the stage uh, stage uh, concepts and uh, some digital renderings of the scenes and the puppetry uh, during rehearsals. I'll put another link to that those uh, posts in the notes. Uh, that show is going to debut in November when the Disney Wonder returns to service following dry dock. Uh, in terms of the other ships, the Disney Magic has a uh, another week or so of sailing Mediterranean cruises out of Barcelona, then will reposition on a transatlantic 11-night transatlantic cruise to New York and then spend September, October, uh, in a tiny bit of November, sailing out of New York to the Bahamas. And then as the, uh, we transition from the uh, Halloween cruises to the Very Merry Time cruises, shh, the Disney Magic will relocate or reposition to Miami through the, uh, through the spring. As I've mentioned already, the Disney Wonder will spend the fall in uh, Spain undergoing well what i have kind of penciled in as a 62 day uh itinerary break for her disney for her dry dock in cadiz uh, she's scheduled to return to service in uh, on november 10th on a four-night western caribbean cruise out of galveston which has also been the announced date for the premiere of frozen uh, which is taking the place of toy story the musical on those sail on the Disney Wonder sailings, uh, once in November she'll start those very maritime cruises out of Galveston, and sail Caribbean ba Caribbean and Bahamas cruises through uh, you know mid to late January, and uh, late January she's going to reposition from Galveston to San Juan, and then from San Juan right back up to Port Canaveral to sail three and four nights out of Port Canaveral until it's time to head out on a Panama Canal cruise to San Diego for a few Baja cruises before heading north to Vancouver for the summer's Alaskan cruises. The Disney Dream will continue sailing the three and four night cruises, and the Disney Fantasy will continue sailing the alternating seven night eastern and western cruises from Port Canaveral. That's going to end our news update podcast and uh we're planning the next to talk soon about staterooms so if you have any questions regarding staterooms on the ships let us know in the comments here give us a call on our voicemail line 
ask us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and we'll uh, try to touch on those questions when we talk about staterooms, hopefully soon. Thank you for joining us. If you've enjoyed the episode, please feel free to share it with your friends and followers. We'd also be very grateful if you could rate and review our podcast on iTunes. If you have any issues, please drop us an email. You can connect with the show via the comments section on the website, email us at contact at disneycruiselineblog.com, follow us on Twitter at the DCL blog, or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Disney Cruise Line blog. Additionally, you can leave a voicemail, which we will try to incorporate into future podcasts, with your questions, comments, or feedback on the show by calling 321 765 3252.